The Mothership Podcast is sponsored by Hawaii Surrogacy Center. Start your family with Hawaii's leading surrogacy agency. The Mothership Podcast is sponsored by Hawaii Surrogacy Center. Start your family with Hawaii's leading surrogacy agency. find it and how do you hold on to it well that's what we hope to learn in this episode of mothership welcome everybody steph noli book in the house guys hope you guys are doing all well we're here to gain some unique and helpful perspective on finding your happy from trish michael the author the artist and photographer faced constant adversity as a two-time cancer survivor, a single mother at the age of 18, and she was also in an abusive marriage for 20 years. Now, Trish recently released a brand new book called Find Your Happy. It helps kids and adults find their power amid trauma, hardships, and just daily life. Well, Trish joins us right now on the mothership from Kula Maui. Mm. Nice to have you on, Trish. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you mm. so much. Okay, so of course, we all need reminders, right, on how to find our happiness. It sometimes seems so fleeting and something that we take for granted. So share with us, first of all, I mean, how did you come up with the concept for this book, Find Your Happiness, or Find Your Happy, I should say? Um, well, the the book itself was written for my my oldest daughter. She um, this was about ten years ago when she was a teenager and driving us all completely bonkers. <laughs> and it was kind of like a my last ditch attempt to try and get through to her that um, you know you have more power than you think you do. She was giving all of her power away and pointing fingers outside of herself constantly, and she was missing the mark constantly and so I was really trying to get her to make the connection between you know if you if you own that you can find your happy that's when you find it so that's really where the book was born right and this is a is this a children's book technically because I know that you mentioned um you know in the write-up that it also is very helpful for adults too so it's really interesting because it's written as a children's book, and I do not understand why it is that when I am so broken and sad and stressed that things come to me in limerick, but that's just how they come to me, and that's how this book has come to me, and there's a, a few others that have come through the same way, and I think the beauty of it is that if you if it looks like a children's book, you're not going to resist the message. You're not even in a place of 
resisting anything. You're reading a book to your kids. But what I'm finding is that the moms that are reading this to their kids are the ones who are reaching out and saying, was this supposed to make me cry? And was this supposed to make, make me feel lighter as I went throughout my day? And the answer is yes. Like this isn't just for children. And, um, and I think it's interesting because children tend to know this stuff anyway. They just kind of like know inherently how to find happiness. They know how to play that hasn't been socialized out of them yet. So it's almost like a, a trick, if you will, because kids don't need the book. They really don't. But, but adults seem to get a lot out of it. Yeah, that's really curious. I mean, that's interesting that you say that too. Um, the book is filled with a lot of illustrations, which probably help convey the message then, right? That's right. Yeah, I um, worked with an illustrator who was great and I just sent her the writing and these were the images that just came to her. I didn't give her really any, any input. So can you tell us a little bit about, um, you know, how the book starts off? Um, any tips, any takeaways? I know you don't want to give it completely away. <laughs> well, I mean, you basically. You want to maintain, yeah. Some yeah. The book itself is just reminders. Like there's nothing really profoundly different in it. I just think that the way that it is presented is in such a way that you will allow it in. Because um, a lot of times when you're not in a great place in your life, and I know this from experience, um, you're kind of resistant when someone says, well, you know, you have creative power over your life. Because then you have to be like, well, that means it's, it's my fault that everything is not great. Um, but the way that this book presents it is, it isn't about fault, it's about owning things and it's about how you can find even a moment of happiness, even when you're dealing with really, really heavy things. And I feel like as of late, a lot of people are dealing with really heavy, heavy things. So I think that its release was timely. Yeah. Why do you think it's so, why do you think we as human beings often, you know, miss, miss these reminders and why is it so easy for us to, to look for fault, you know, and, and reasons why instead of within yourself? Right. Um, I don't really know, but I do know that that's how I existed for a really long time. And it took some pretty awful um, experiences to get me to be like, okay, I don't want my life to be like this anymore. What can I do to change this? And that really was the key to my life completely turning around on so many levels. And so um, I, I'm a firm believer in not spending too much time trying to figure out the why of a problem. And I just think that once you've identified that it's a problem, what can we do to solve it? So. Mm -hmm. Why? Um, well, I'm not a, not to ask another why question, but <laughs> what was what was the cat the catalyst? You know, for you because there's a lot of people out there struggling with something, and they feel like they can't do anything about it. Right. What is a catalyst for you, or what is something that people can grab onto when they need to make a change and they just don't know how? Besides so, your your words and your book. Yeah, there's a couple of things that I have been doing in my personal life that I think um, every person should do, especially if they're struggling. And it's usually you don't want to do it at all. Um, one of which is taking a moment in the morning before you start your day, before you get into the madness, I would write a two page pep talk to myself. 
So I was dealing with divorce. I had just found out that my daughter had been sexually abused. I had just gotten my first cancer diagnosis. And I was just like, okay, I'm going to need to really boost myself up to deal with this day. And there's really something that happens when you start your day looking for positive things. It just kind of starts you on a positive spiral instead of just continuing down the negative spiral, which is so easy when you're dealing with so much stuff. Um, another thing that I do with my kids, when I, when I left my ex-husband, I noticed that my kids were being really nasty to themselves, like saying, being really harsh when they would make a mistake. And, and I was like, why are they doing that? I don't understand. And so we started doing five nice things. So anytime you say something unkind to yourself, you have to counter it with five nice things. And that has been huge for all of us because like I've, we call each other out and anytime someone says something unkind, we're like, all right, five nice things. And we're all like, oh, but then it just gets you into this space of, again, focusing on positive things. And I think that really is the gist of the book. Like it's what you focus on and you can be surrounded by garbage and there could just be one little ray of light. And if you just latch on to it as small as it is, it gives it space to grow. Awesome. I, I'm curious, can you give an example of, a, of one of your kids having a bad thing and, and the five nice things that they came up with? Um, they're actually so good at it now that they put me to shame. I'm still <laughs> resistant. I'm like, oh, all right, I'm good at brushing my teeth. And they're like, mom, that doesn't count. Even I'm like, yeah. But that is how we kind of eased into it. We would start every time with, I'm good at saying good things about myself. So you had one to start with and it got you rolling. And even if you didn't believe it, eventually the more you say it, you believe it. And now my son is saying things like, I'm good at uplifting my friends when they're having a hard day. I'm good at making good decisions for myself, even when it's difficult. And I'm like, okay, all right, awesome. I love hearing this. So it's important to remember that it is sort of a little bit of a fake it till you make it. I didn't really believe all the things I was saying when I first started doing it, but now I do. And it's just a matter of re repetition and rewiring your, your thought processes. And, and yeah, it's very useful. So that, that two page note was a note to yourself. Like you mm -hmm. would take the time in the morning before your day gets hectic and sit down with pen and paper and write good things about yourself or just good statements? So if I couldn't pull myself to a place of saying nice things about myself, then I would just look for things that I was grateful for. Like I'm a grateful, I'm grateful that I woke up this morning. I'm grateful that my kids are healthy. That was one that I would say a lot when I wasn't healthy because I was so grateful that it was me and not them. Um, so if you can't muster a nice thing about yourself, you can always muster a nice thing about someone or something. And it's that energy of searching for a good thing that can pull you out of the energy of all the other things. Yeah. It's so amazing how like your mindset can change so much. Um, and not just, you know, how you feel about yourself, but physically, like, I mean, you feel like a weight has been lifted off your shoulders. You don't feel like the world is so dark. And when you start to think positively and you say positive things and you hear yourself saying it, then you start to believe it too. Right. And you feel better. So, I mean, that, those are really all good points. 
Mm-hmm. It's really a practice. That's what we say here. Happiness isn't a thing that you achieve. It's a thing that you practice and you're not going to be happy every day. We still have really heavy things that we have to deal with. And um, the key is just to take a moment, be grateful, find find a moment of happiness. And even if that's all you get, that's better than what you would have had if you hadn't taken that moment for happiness. So and how has thinking, you know, positively and finding your happy Trish like helped you? Because I mean, when I was reading off all those things that you have experienced in life, I mean, my goodness, you know, those are huge, um, major, um, you know, dark periods. Yeah. Must have taken a lot out of you. And uh, I mean, thank you for sharing this now to help others. But um I really do feel like that's why yeah. like I, the whole time I was going through, cause it wasn't even just like, I know everyone has a story and everyone has pretty heavy stuff, but this was like one heavy thing stacked upon another heavy thing in like a condensed three to four year period. And I was just like, why, like, what did I do? I don't understand. And now that I'm coming out on the other end of it, just yesterday, I dropped off a stack of books to Women Helping Women, which was the organization that helped me to write up a restraining order and free me from my abusive relationship. So to be able to now drop off this book to women who are starting that journey, it just sort of reinforces that you're really going through this so you can turn around and reach your hand out to the other people who are just a little bit behind in their journey. And that just gives it so much purpose and so much meaning. Um, so I, I don't, I don't ask why anymore. Now I know why this is. But, yeah. it, it seems like it seems like it's personally had a tremendous impact on you and your health. I mean, can I, is that safe to assume? Because I mean, looking at you now, you would never think you are a two-time cancer survivor. I mean, I just, we don't see that. We see a healthy woman, you know, um, do you think personally that this this mindset and, and reminders help you become healthy physically? Absolutely. Um, I, I definitely credit my mindset shift with the majority of my healing. Um, and I did a lot of research and a lot of reading. I actually um, did not do chemo or radiation. So I tackled my situation with uh, food Mm-hmm. and mindset and and supported with some alternative and I did have surgeries because I'm not a fool yeah. um but I do really credit and every book that I read wherein they were studying uh people who had um survived mindset was such a huge part of it and um I, I really feel like I am a living testament to mindset is everything because I went from being miserable and sick to being healthy and, and happy, not all the time, but a lot of the time. And that's a big, big shift. I find that so amazing too. And congratulations on all of that. It, it's, I agree that um, when you talk about mindset, like our, our brain and our, our minds are, are, are so powerful, right? So it's that exercising of that, building that muscle, mm-hmm. having the kids, like modeling it, but having the kids like reflect back and say what you know good things about themselves um I'm curious if you could speak a little bit more because I also am a firm believer in food is medicine Mm -hmm. you know in China yeah can you talk a little bit about that for folks who might that might be a first time hearing that sure well I know specifically for 
cancer, that there is a, a metabolic component to it. And this has come to light a lot recently and is probably most poignantly communicated by the way that they scan for cancer. They feed you sugar. They feed you radioactive sugar and then they scan you because cancer loves sugar and gobbles it up. So I stopped eating sugar and I got on a very clean diet and eliminated all sugars and was able to shrink my tumor. It was super aggressive the second time around. I was able to shrink it. And um, even my oncologist, like I feel like he really enjoys when I come in because he doesn't have to give me bad news. It's like, I'm one of the few people that it's like, okay, you're still going strong, good. Cause I don't listen to him. He should have fired me as a, as a <laughs> client for sure. But I'm super grateful that he didn't. But yeah, it's never been more clear to me than when I went for my first cancer scan and they pumped me full of radioactive sugar. And I'm like, why didn't everyone tell me to stop eating sugar? So there's definitely a food component. You are what you eat for sure. Did you eat bad though before that? No, but sugar's in everything. That's the thing. Like you don't even realize what you're putting in your body anymore because we're buying boxes and bottles and I'm, I wasn't like a and knowing what I'm putting in my body and showing my kids, like I'm not super strict with them. I don't want them to have to live this life of restriction that I have kind of found myself in, but the awareness, don't just pick it up off the shelf, turn it around, look at it, see what's in it before you get it. Because that's when you realize sugar, sugar, literally everything is sugar. So. so are you vegan or? Vegan, no grain, no sugar. a month because you know what's life without a little fun <laughs> <laughs> gotta enjoy yeah so that means no fruits then too um you know as i've gotten further away from it i am introducing more things so low glycemic fruits like um berries um blueberries i have acai my wife has a acai food truck so i break for that because it's delicious um and i most certainly to be this. I just think you need to be aware, just aware, just watch and see, because it's not just what you consume like food wise, it's what you consume on your screen. Mm -hmm. It's like taking ownership, not only, um, you know, of your thoughts and, and your mental state, but, you know, taking ownership of everything in your life and making that checklist. Like if it's going to be food that makes you feel bad, then right. scratch that off the list. If, even if it's people, that make you feel bad then scratch that off your list so this is really really good reminders and it's it's so sad that we just kind of like you know live life sometimes not paying attention to to how to maintain our happiness I mean we're just I, I don't know if it's just this day and age where we're just so like on the go all the time you know we're just more interested in like things that are just like immediate gratification right yeah so yeah. And that is, I think the, the thing here, I have a, a teenager and a preteen and they are like, but it doesn't work. And I'm like, it doesn't work. Yeah. Yet. Right. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have to, they, they That's probably, they, yeah, they need to see the results quickly and they don't mm -hmm. understand that it takes, takes, you know, some work 
you know, on their part too. Right. You have to participate in your own happiness. Yeah, no, oh, sure. that's a good way to put it. That's a yeah. great way to put it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like anything in this world, doesn't just come to you, right? You, you have to what you want in the world you have to work for it right to move towards it you have to Mm -hmm. visualize it and and also take ownership for your your decisions right and what you're choosing and being taking ownership for that and what you're projecting out there too i think hey brooke didn't you say that you saw some videos like some fun videos on (laughs) trish's Trish's oh yes i know i want (laughs) to hear we can we can do this if we don't yeah I heard I, no I saw a, a, I saw some pole dancing <laughs> oh yeah like so and I am telling awesome you art. guys that is therapy everyone should try it it has been so transformative genuinely and it's great exercise okay wait so is this a class because I mean I I just found out that there are classes here on Oahu you know oh and, yeah and then I mean and it's it's meant to be fun and it's obviously you're not training to be you know i mean who knows the cost of living here i'm just kidding <laughs> you're happy but <laughs> however you want to find it girl, you get it. <laughs> but it's kind of cool to see people coming out of their shells right and then like just having a good old time and being silly you know yeah. I mean? because how often do you get to be silly so i kind of like that but but brooke is that kind of how you felt when you stumbled upon those videos are like oh my god but don't you have to be, was, you have to be strong too right right Look, did you see some so crazy strong. i yeah. just think it was really cool to just like that's awesome you know you have to be strong your core and i think to like tap into the feminine side too and that's that i think that's part of it is right besides the food is medicine and like you know mindset i think stress reduction so whatever happens to move your body all that stuff right if you can do all of that and, and also be feminine and have fun with that um I think that's cool, right? Because we're we're doing all the masculine stuff of work, like do this and the project yeah. and get this done and check it off the list. But then to tap into that really feminine side, I think is a good balance. So I thought it was really cool. <laughs> we should probably try that this. Is, that a, is, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's really awesome because I mean, yeah. uh, I, I'm reading right here. The book has has received like more than 18 five star reviews already on Amazon, um, and it is 28 pages filled with fun illustrations, as you mentioned. Once again, called "Find Your Happy." And Trish, is there any, um, I guess, quote or um, you know, motto or philosophy or, or saying that you yourself? live by and um, maybe you wake up in the morning and this is something that you think about to start your day or something you'd like to share with with us and the listeners out there to get them motivated and finding they're happy it's actually the the last page in the book it's um if i can not have stage fright (laughs) remember (laughs) what it is Uh, one last thing that i learned that is great it's always the right time and it's never too late That's good. That is really, really powerful. What does that mean to you? Can you? Well, yeah. I I didn't learn how to find my happy until I was 40. And I kind of felt like I was a lost cause at that point. And now that I'm 45 and moved so far away from where I was then, and it's like, I've got my whole life ahead of me and it's going to be fun. And because I'm owning that and I want it to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Congratulations. And, and our listeners there, there's hope. Don't get down. If you are down, then, you know, like Trish said, try to identify what's making you down and, and, and do something about it. It's only within you. You can do something about it. You need to find your happy. Right, Trish? That's right. 
Yeah. All right. Thanks so much, Trish. And can you give us a reminder of your website so we can uh, check out those videos and other things? Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My website is trishmichael.com. You can uh, get Find Your Happy on there. And I've got other books coming out soon, so you can find out about those Mm. as well. You want to give us a little teaser about those other books? Um, The next one is Light. That one was written for my son, and it's another like children's book, but it kind of covers how you can um, navigate toxic relationships. But it's fun and it's written in limerick and you don't fight the message. So it gets in and um, like super simple for our young kids, but it's like, again, women who have experienced things like what I've experienced are like, okay, I get it. And it's not like they didn't get it before, but sometimes you, you know how you just need someone to slide it in there at the right time. So I'm excited for that one to come out. You should too. do slam poetry, Trish. Mm. Um, did you see how I got stage fright when I just tried to remember <laughs> the podcast? Like, I can video myself on a pole just fine. But if I feel like, they have, like, not my thing. Um, hey, maybe I got to push through some boundaries here and do something new. Uh, but you don't it's not like you have a bookstore or anything like that in Kula or on Maui right now um paper garden um in Wailea carries them I've approached a couple of stores in Makoao and Paia um I'm I'm new to this and I'm self-published so if anyone has any ideas let me know (laughs) Trish Trish Michael is also an inspiration people listening if you guys have a dream like Trish you guys can do that too and and help others you know with your wisdom Thanks so much, Trish Michael, for joining us. Everybody go out there and read Find Your Happy. You can find it on Amazon or Trish's website or in those stores that she mentioned on Maui. And we will be following you and also looking forward to your new releases soon. Thanks so much for joining us, Trish. Thank you so much. Find your happy, everybody. Aloha. Yes.